Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Inspired by the World Global Times of Devotion with the Lord. Right away, we're going to be praying. We're going to be praying for a man of God, for men of God and Christian leaders all around the world. Second Thessalonians 3 from verse 1 to 2 says, Finally, brethren, pray for us that the word of the Lord may have free course and be glorified, even as it is with you. And that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men, for all men have no faith. We're going to be praying for our dear man of God, Pastor Chris, thanking God for the ministry that has been committed to his trust, and thanking God for the many billions that are converted to the Lord through the ministry of our man of God, Pastor Chris. We affirm that daily many billions, including ministers of the gospel, men and women of influence, helpers of the war, are responding to the call of the Spirit to join themselves with our man of God, Pastor Christ, to fulfill this vision. Right now, we're also going to be affirming that God has raised up many mighty men, us included, and they are responding to the call of the Spirit, even now in the name of the Lord Jesus. Let us begin to pray. Praying for our pastor, Bali Kisufrakti Shishamaragadia, Longro Dosu Supeke de Payala Bashata, Ma <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes, hallelujah. The word of God is having free cause on it. That into every nation, every territory, every town. Throughout the man of God, Pastor Chris. Yes, Kapale This ministry that has been committed to his trust. We celebrate the grace that has been increased in their lives. We celebrate the grace that has been given in their lives. Yes, we declare that ministers of the gospel, men, women, children, have been influenced by this gospel through a dear man of God. Yes, in the name of the Lord Jesus. In Irrespective of situations and circumstances. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Yes, we declare that it ministers of the gospel everywhere all around the world they are coming they are coming they are coming by the power of God ministers of the gospel dropping into him to join forces with him for the propagation of this gospel and this vision that has been committed to his trust mighty men from everywhere all around the world I raised up to a man of God Pastor Chris Local 
Rushka, Rakatoshkila Basta, Reba Babasikaya. Oh, hallelujah. Yes, yes, yes. Mighty men and women everywhere, all around the world, responding to this call of the Spirit. Rekoboso Tokobaya. Yes, we thank you. A man of God, Pastor Chris. Is Balakasofriki Parakure Digasatakabaya. Lekobo Shokobaya. Protected from wicked and unreasonable men. Men who do not have faith. Lekabarawa Satakabaya. In the name of the Lord Jesus, Oh, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, ragaseki benegize pelegiza. Yes, daily. Billions, billions are coming to this vision, to the feet of this vision. Yes, hallelujah. By a man of God, they are yielding a thousandfold result. They are yielding so much result, so much result by the power of the Holy Ghost. Thank you, precious Father. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. We worship and adore your name, God. In the name of our Lord Jesus. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good night. Depending on what part of the world you're connected from at this time, you are welcome to be inspired by the word. Global times of devotion with the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Sister Maka for the opportunity to lead the saints of God in this time of prayers. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Right now, we're going into a segment of praise and worship to God. Hallelujah. After which, we'll be going into the Rhapsody of Reality segment. Right now, over to you, dear esteemed Sister Joy. Sister Grace, sorry. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Depending on where you're connected from at this time. Thank you so much, Esteem Pastor Debbie, for that powerful session of prayer for a man of God. And thank you so much, Esteem Marak, for the opportunity always to lead God's people in worship. Thank you so much, ma'am. Right where you are, just lift up your voice and your hands in worship to God. Thank Him. Thank Him for granting us. Oh, the ability to hear his word and know his word. Lord, we give you praise. Hallelujah. All the glory and honor, dominion and power belong to you, oh God. All the glory and honor, dominion and power belong to you, oh God. All the glory and honor, dominion and power belong to you. Oh God, 
For thine is the kingdom, the power, the glory forever. Thine is the kingdom, the power, the glory forever. Lord, thine is the kingdom, the power, the glory forever. Yours is the kingdom. Thine is the power, the glory forever. Lord, we worship you. We sing your praise in all the earth. Oh, you alone deserve it all, Jesus. Oh, the glory and honor, dominion and power belong to you, my King. Yes. All the glory and honor, dominion and power belong to you, oh God. We give you the glory, we give you honor, dominion and power belong to you. Oh God, for thine is the kingdom, the power, the glory forever. Thine is the kingdom, the power, the glory forever. Lord, yours is the kingdom, yours is the power, majesty, dominion is yours forever. Thine is the kingdom, thine is the power, all the glory Hallelujah, Hallelujah to the King. You reign forever. Hallelujah, Hallelujah to the King. We lift up our banner, yeah, 
Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Yes, Lord, thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Glory to God. Every time I hear that song, I think about the fact that his kingdom, his power, and his glory, he's shared it with us. His middles joined his of all that he has. His middles, his glory. Living in us is his spirit, the one with all power. So it means that all power resides in us. The kingdom is ours by birth and by inheritance. Nobody can give as much as God has given us. He's faithful to all generations. He's good. And his mercy endures forever. Praise God. I want to say good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family. I welcome you all to the Inspired by the World Global Time of Devotion. Today is Monday, the 14th of February, 2022. Glory to God. Um, today means many things to many people. But I was trained by the man of God to always know um, the reason behind certain things and to ask questions. This whole Valentine that you many celebrate as Lover's Day was not the original plan. The day is remembered after a man sent Valentine. And he was remembered because of his love towards people the things he did for people who could not pay him back. So while we celebrate love, we're not celebrating lust. We're not celebrating um, flesh, fleshy realities and activities. And you know, repeatedly I would say here that we're in this world, but we are not of the world. We are supposed to be the ones enforcing traditions and cultures in the world, not embracing their traditions and cultures. In one of pastor's messages, he was talking about the fact that Valentine seems to be the day when a lady feels like, you know, children are connected to this devotion. Sometimes I'm conscious of the things that I have to say. I have to remember that we have kids also connected here, but. You all know what I'm talking about. We're Christians. I'm not stopping you from sharing love today, but do it like a Christian. Do it like a Christian because that's who you are. Praise God. 
A joint sitting in the heavenlies, Monday, 14th, February, 2022. Glory to God. And had raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Ephesians 2 and verse 6. Are you ready for us to read the devotion together? A man of God said to read the devotional article out. Faith comes by hearing and hearing comes by the word of God. So you can actually be the one who reads out for yourself to hear. Praise God. So we'll go from the first paragraph. The expression sit together is from the Greek, sugatizo, and it means joint sitting. It's a legal term that the scripture can be, and the scripture can't be broken. That means Jesus's authority has been extended to us. We're using the same authority with him. Thus, everything Jesus utters is in our name. And everything we utter is in his name. Okay, this particular sentence is, it's, is, a, is a huge one. It's a big one. Like, I want to scream. You know, to understand the Bible is to live a life of ease. Is to live a life of peace. And it doesn't matter what happens. You will, be, you will be fine because you understand the scriptures and you can predict an end from the beginning of a matter. It says, thine is the kingdom, thine is the power, thine is the glory. I was just saying how now that he shared those things with us and then we started saying that it's the same authority. He shared his authority with us. He said, thus, everything Jesus utters is in our name. And everything we utter is in his name. Let's continue. He doesn't make a decision without us. And we don't make a decision without him. This is hugely profound. Yeah, I, I could stay on this for, for a whole day. You know, he said he doesn't make a decision without us. And we don't make a decision without him. I was thinking we say that we should not make a decision without him because how many of us actually consult him to make a decision? How many of us actually do? How many of us remember that Jesus is Lord and Savior of your life and that you should talk to him before you make decisions? I was telling someone that when money comes into my account, when I receive money, even the money that I spend on myself has to be approved by the Holy Spirit. He's the one that tells me, do this. I remember a particular time I wanted to give a million at once. So I'd gotten some monies and then the, the million was complete. So I'd given it and then I had some, some funds left and there were different things I needed to do, you know. And so I was... I needed to buy something and he had given me permission to um, use that particular amount because I had done a budget and said, okay, these are the things I wanted to buy for myself. So I'd entered the supermarket and he had given me permission to buy the things I wanted to buy. And then while I was at it, there was a particular product I had budgeted for about 3000 plus. So by the time I picked it up and got to the counter, I discovered that it was 5,400. <laughs> I'm like, Okay, lady, this is actually off my budget. So I, put, I took it out. I was going to return it. It was a frozen item. As I was walking back, then he told me, go back, buy it. You deserve it. 
I'm sharing this to tell you that when he says just now that he doesn't make a decision without us and we don't make a decision without him, this is the life of the Christian. You know, pastor could have said we shouldn't make a decision without him, but pastor is assuming that the Christian understands that he actually should not make a decision without God. How many decisions do you take on a daily basis in life that you run by the Holy Ghost and that you get his approval for? Do you have such conversations with him? You say, oh, see what happened. Um, my friend's getting married. I was invited. The wedding is this Saturday. Do you think I should go? So I'm like, hey, I beg, he's my friend. Some of you, I'm saying it now, it's, 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 it's probably surprising to you because you never thought that you needed to take permission from the Holy Spirit to go for a wedding of your friend. And then when he says, oh, okay, fine, it's fine, you can go. Oh, oh, this person, nice, you should go. Do you go that far to say, oh, okay, nice, what should I wear? And even upon arrival, okay, sir, where should I sit? You know, um, until your daily life becomes so entwined where you don't do anything without the approval, without the consent of the Holy Spirit, you have not learned to walk with God. The Christian walk is every moment. And you see, when you are in that space, prayer becomes your lifestyle because you're constantly talking to God. Of course, there are those times when you separate yourself to speaking tongues and, you know, all you're doing at that point is prayer. But prayer is communication. And prayer is a lifestyle. So you find that you're consistently talking to the Holy Spirit and he's talking to you. Not necessarily just at those times when you just separate yourself. The separation is fantastic because at that point you are cutting away all distractions and you're just focusing on him. Maybe at that point, all you're doing is praising him for who you are. Maybe at that point, all you're doing, you are interceding. And because you want to prevail over the will of another person or a, a group of people, you're giving it all the energy and all the focus. But communication with God should be a lifestyle. There should never be a break. And at that point, even when you do something wrong, you realize that you are quick to realize it. Do you realize that there are certain Christians who do set some things wrong for a very, very long time and they don't even realize that what they are doing is wrong? When that relationship with the Holy Spirit is there, he, 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 see, he, he will convict you immediately. You will know, ah, this thing I just said, this thing I just did, this way I just reacted. It wasn't the right way to have done it. And at that point, you're like, oh, Holy Spirit, I'm so sorry. Ah, I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have said that. Oh, yes, she made me angry, but I shouldn't have said that. I'm really sorry about it. I'm going to correct it. You know, this is the relationship. So when people say, I went two months, I didn't pray. Who was fighting with you? Because God does not fight that way. God does not keep malice. God does not throw us out. He said, even while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. If when you were bad, you did not know him, you had not accepted him as your Lord and personal Savior, he died for you out of love. 
Is that love not sustainable when you have even come to know him and to acknowledge him? What is it? What is the mistake you now want to make that will not make him throw you out? If when you were out, he already saw you in. Brothers and sisters, have confidence in the love of God. See, this is one of my greatest confidence in life. And this is one reason you cannot kill my boldness. You know, in this life, there are many who will count your boldness as arrogance. Because you enter in a place, I was listening to one of pastor's messages, he said, they'll tell you, look down, look down, look down. You want to hit your, your, hit your leg, look down. And he was saying that that's how this world is wired. They want you to enter into a place looking down, looking timid, looking like nobody, looking like you are not enough. If you walk as a king, somebody takes it as arrogance. The confidence in your steps, someone takes it that that guy is proud. That's the world we live in. And I cannot be apologetic for who I am. And you shouldn't be. My confidence in life, irrespective of who likes me and doesn't like me, comes from this very thing I just told you. Confidence in the love of God. This love is what gives you the confidence when he says all things work together for God good to them that love God. And our love for God is a reciprocation of his love. He said, I love him because he first loved me. When you understand the love of God, you would love him. And when you love him, he says, all things would work together for your good. Because your love for God is an expression of your faith in his love for you. Let's take it from the um, second paragraph. Our joint sitting isn't earthly, it's heavenly. It's been decided from heaven. While his legal representatives in the earth, what we say in the earth is endorsed in the heavens. Understanding that is, this is very important. It means you alone can take a stand on God's word and effect a change on the basis of this understanding and it will be endorsed from heaven. Some people think that until all the Christians in the world come together to stand against Satan and his antics and deception, then nothing can change. But think about it. Our theme verse, Ephesians 2.6, wasn't written to the Corinthians. Neither was it sent to the Thessalonians. They probably never had access to information. So every Christian wasn't at the time at the same level of faith or knowledge at every point in time then. Neither are they now. However, what God expects is that those of us who have come to maturity, my question to you is, have you come to maturity? I have. If you've been here for up to a month, there's a level of maturity that you have attained in your Christian life. God expects is that those of us who have come to maturity, who have an understanding of his word and of the times, will take our stand and our place in Christ to keep Satan under our feet where he belongs. That's what's important. With this kind of knowledge, you maintain control of the things in your life, your environment and the world. You nullify certain plans and works and pull them down by the power of the living Christ. Don't be troubled by what's happening in the world today. Use your authority in Christ. You reign in life and through him over Satan. You reign in him and through him over Satan. Darkness, the world and circumstances, therefore subdue your world. Let nothing but Christ reign in your physical body, in your job, in your business, in your family, in your world. 
Remember, you are seated with him in glory, with the same authority. Praise God forevermore. You know, so that means the song that um, Sister Grace took was just by the Spirit. It tells us again that we're seated together with him in glory. Then it talks about authority, which is a kind of power. Praise God forevermore. Brothers and sisters, there's so much that the Lord wants to communicate to us on a daily basis. Don't live life like a victim. Don't. It talked about the understanding of the times. The understanding of the times. The understanding of the word itself is something. When you look through the word, there are many things you would discover. They are like templates for us to understand the happenings of our own times. Because Solomon said in Ecclesiastes, he said, there's nothing that has happened today that has not happened before. He said, nothing is new under the earth. Under the earth. But in heaven, in the spiritual realities, the Bible says God is new every morning. His mercies are new every morning. But under this earth, in this earth, nothing is new. There's nothing you are going through that somebody hasn't gone through before. We see it throughout the scriptures. And I used to say that, understand that persecution, trials, challenges are a part of the Christian journey. So that when you're going through some trying times, you are not the one that is crying and asking God, why me? Why not you? Focus on the end so that your trying time will work for you. Great glory. He said it will work steadfastness in you. And the glory of the latter will surpass that of the former. You look at the stories of Joseph. Look at the stories of Daniel, of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. All our, all our, all our, 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 our forefathers in the Abrahamic lineage. Look at their stories. Look at David. Look at our own Lord and Savior, Jesus. He went through trying times. He went through times when he was betrayed by his own. He went through times when many forsook him. He went through times when he was lied on. He was framed. He was called a devil when he was doing good. How can somebody be doing good and they call the man a devil? Some of you may also be in that situation or may have been in that situation where you are were, you were punished for something good that you are doing. You are not alone. Jesus faced it. So why are you crying? Why are you sad? And then you say, yeah, I, I'm, I'm just going to mind my business. I'm not going to do any good thing anymore. No, I'm not apologetic about who I am because I am the word of God. I have seen from the scripture how to do my life as a Christian. Jesus was misunderstood. Jesus was misrepresented. Jesus was mistreated, but it didn't stop him from fulfilling God's purpose for his life. Of course, we would apply wisdom in many areas and we would learn from our errors and our mistakes, but we are not going to change. We're not going to change. We're not going to stop doing good and treating people as bad because every other person or many people are doing it. I, 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 was in, I was in a prison on, 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 on Friday, one of the prisons, maximum prisons in Nigeria. And I went to talk to 
prisoners. A friend of mine runs an, a prison academy where, where they um, educate prisoners and work on their minds so that they can see life beyond the four walls of the prison and then to also dream big and come out and be relevant in the society. And they've had several testimonies. So I was in that prison and then I, got, I, I, I went to talk to, this was a class of 25 of them and they were going through a four month academic program. And so I spoke and then after the, the class, we were supposed to have one-on-one -on -one with some of the um, guys. And then there was this particular guy I was talking to in the one-on-one -on -one session who actually ended up leading to Christ. And then he was telling me how that until this class that I took, he always believed that everybody was doing life wrong. Everybody was, do was cheating somebody because he came, he was arrested and he's in prison because of fraud. And, you know, he, he was one of those people who would steal money from politicians who he felt like had stolen from the nation. So they steal, I steal from them. It's not, um, we, we are, as in, wow, well, okay. But he said in that class, he realized that everybody's not doing life wrong. And it doesn't matter how many people are doing life bad. He can be that one that stands out. Because I was telling them, I say, you are angry with Nigeria because you say Nigeria is like this. Our leaders are like this. You know, when I started saying, yes, 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 yes. I said, but who is Nigeria? Nigeria is not a landmass. If it was a landmass, it probably would be called one island. What makes Nigeria is her people. So that means Nigeria is you and I. So who you are would only be amplified by power and by money. If you drive on the streets and you see those guys that are begging and you're like, these guys, they should get out of this place. They should, they should not, we don't want to be seeing them on the streets. I said, the day you have power and you have influence and you have money, you will pass the bill that will throw them out of the city into a desert and you don't care what happens to them. I said, but when I see them, I'm thinking, what can we do for these guys? When I see those guys who are selling things in the traffic, I'm thinking, I said, these guys are so hardworking. I'm thinking about their entrepreneurship skills, how they will convince you to buy anything on the road. And I'm like, how, can we have like a street show that brings, that, that trains these guys in entrepreneurship skills, push their products, help them package it. And I was telling them, I said, this is how I think. So when power comes and money comes, I live my dreams. I put something in place and I do it for the people. But you, that you hate them when you see them, that power and that money will cause you to get them out of the street and throw them out of the city. You don't care where they go to. I said, so when you are angry with the leaders who have the power and the money to do it, remember that you are coming and you are a bomb that is about to explode very soon either for good or for bad. You know, I shared a lot with them. And then so he told me, he said, I never knew that there were actually people who were doing it right until today. And he said that, I'm glad I met you because my time here is almost up. But when I go back, I will make a change. And he started telling me the things he would do when he gets out. I told that story to let you know that you can be different. You can. And it doesn't matter if you are 190. 99 around you are doing the wrong thing. You can do what is right. Be bold about it and stand for what is right. This world is not going to experience a change if we keep compromising. It won't. And we can't be here every day praying for the world, praying for our leaders, and then not working on ourselves. Because the leaders are an extension of us. They didn't fall from the sky. They, they, they went out of, of us to become leaders. And people get the leaders that they deserve. When we work on ourselves as a people, we'll get better leaders.
I'm done. There's just so much to share. I, I keep exceeding my time. God help me. Okay, I'm going to hand over to Pastor Oyinye to take us through the next segment. Really sorry. Thank you so much, everyone. Wow. Thank you so much, Ma, for the Rhapsody reading. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, depending on where you are connected from now. Um, thank you once more, Ma, for the opportunity to take the further studies and the confession. If I don't take the further study. We'll start from Luke chapter 10 from 19, Amplified Version. Behold, I've given you authority and power to trample upon serpents and scorpions and physical and mental strength and ability over all the power of the enemy. And not a shall by in any way harm you. First John 4, 17, King James. Jerry is our love made perfect that we may have boldness in the day of judgment because as he is, so are we in this world. Ephesians 1, 20-23, King James. Which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come, and had put all things under his feet, and given him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth it all in all. Praise the Lord. We are going to go over to the um, confession. Please do not unmute your mic, but you can re re um, repeat after me. The Lord Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father, far above all principality and power, might and dominion, and every name that is named. And I have joined sitting with him. I'm seated with him in glory. I reign in him through him over Satan, darkness and the world and circumstances. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We're going to go over to the New, new, uh, new Testament um, version of the Bible reading today. And we are taking from Mark chapter 1, from 1 to 20, the Passion's Translation. Caption, the wonderful news. This is the beginning of the wonderful news about Jesus, the Messiah, the Son of God. It starts with Isaiah the prophet who wrote, Listen, I'm sending my messenger ahead of you, and he'll prepare your way. He's a thunderous voice of one who shouts in the wilderness, prepare your hearts for the coming of the Lord Yahweh and clear a straight path inside your hearts for him. John the baptizer was the messenger who appeared in the wilderness, preaching a baptism of repentance for the complete cancellation of sin. A steady stream of people came to, to be dipped in the Jordan River as they publicly confessed their sins. They came from all over southern level, including nearly all the inhabitants of Jerusalem. John wore a raw garment made from camel hair with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locust and honey. And this is the message he kept preaching. There is a man coming after me who is greater and a lot more powerful than I am. I'm not even worthy to bend down and untie the straps of his sandals. I've baptized you into water, but he will baptize you into the spirit of holiness. Caption, the baptism and testing of Jesus. 
One day, Jesus came from the Galilean village of Nazareth and had John immersed him in the Jordan River. The moment Jesus rose up out of the water, John saw the heavenly realm split open and the Holy Spirit descended upon him like a dove. At the same time, a voice spoke from heaven saying, you are my son, my cherished one, and my greatest delight is in you. Immediately after this, he was compared by the Holy Spirit to go into an uninhabited desert region. He remained there in the wilderness for 40 days. And during the ordeals of Satan's test, he encountered wild animals, but also angels who appeared and ministered to his knees. Caption, Jesus calls for four fishermen to follow him. Later on, after John the Baptist was arrested, Jesus went back into the region of Galilee and preached the wonderful gospel of God's kingdom. His message was this, at last, the fulfillment of the age has come. It is time for the kingdom of God to be experienced in its fullness. Turn your lives back to God and put your trust in hope-filled gospel. As Jesus was walking along the shore of Lake Galilee, he noticed two brothers fishing, Simon and Andrew. He watched them as they were casting their nets into the sea and said to them, come, follow me, and I will transform you into fishers of men instead of fish. Hallelujah. Immediately, they dropped their nets and left everything behind to follow Jesus. Walking a little further, Jesus found two other brothers sitting in a boat along with their father, mending their nets. Their names were Jacob and John and their father, Zebedee. Jesus immediately walked up to them and invited the two brothers to become his followers. Jacob and John dropped their nets, stood up, left their father in the boats with the hired men and followed Jesus. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, man, for the opportunity. Um, over to you, brother John. Praise God. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to a brand new week. Thank you so much, esteemed Pastor Nia, for that awesome read. And thank you so much, esteemed Amarak, for this privilege. We're reading the Old Testament segments for one year Bible reading plan. And we're reading the Living Bible, Leviticus chapter 6 and 7 is what we're reading this morning. Praise God. Okay, from verse one, and the Lord said to Moses, if anyone sins against me by refusing to return a deposit or a deposit on something borrowed or rented, or by refusing- Brother John, please stop sharing your screen so I can share it for you. <clears throat> I don't want you to go. Okay. okay. 
<coughs> okay. Thank you. I'll start again. And the Lord said to Moses, if anyone sins against me by refusing to return a deposit on something borrowed or rented, or by refusing to return something entrusted to him, or by robbery, or by oppressing his neighbor, or by finding a lost article and lying about it, swearing that he doesn't have it, on the day he is found guilty of any such sin, he shall restore what he took, adding a 20% fine, and give it to the one he has harmed. And on the same day, he shall bring his guilt offering to the tabernacle. His guilt offering shall be a ram without defect and must be worth whatever value you demand. He shall bring it to, he shall bring it to the priest, and the priest shall make atonement for him before the Lord, and he shall be forgiven. Then the Lord said to Moses, Give Aaron and his sons these regulations concerning the bond offering. The bond offering shall be left upon the head hearth of the altar all night with the altar fire kept burning verse 10 the next morning the priest shall put on his linen undergarments and his linen outer garments and clean out the ashes of the bones of him and put them beside the altar then he shall change his clothes and carry the ashes outside the camp to a place that is ceremonially clean meanwhile the fire on the altar must be kept burning. It must not go out. The priest shall put on fresh wood each morning and lay the daily burnt offering on it and burn the fat of the daily piece of it. The fire must be kept burning upon the altar continually. It must never go out. These are the regulations concerning the grain of Aaron's sons shall stand in front of the altar to offer it before the Lord. The priest shall then take out a handful of finely ground flour with the olive oil and the incense mixed into it and burn it upon the altar as a representative portion for the Lord. And it will be received with pleasure by the Lord. After taking out this handful, the remainder of the flour will belong to Aaron and his sons for their food shall be eaten without yeast in the courtyard of the tabernacle. Verse 17, stress this instruction, that if it is baked, it must be without yeast. I have given to the priest this part of the bond offerings made to him. However, all of it is most holy, just as is the entire sin offering and the entire guilt offering. It may be eaten by any male descendant of Europe, any priest, generation after generation, but only the priest may eat these offerings made by fire to the Lord. And Jehovah said to Moses, On the day Aaron and his sons are anointed and inducted into the priesthood, they shall bring to the Lord a regular grain offering, a tenth of a bushel of fine flour, half to be offered in the morning and half in the evening. It shall be cooked on a griddle using olive oil and should be well cooked, then brought to the Lord as an offering that pleases him very much. As the sons of the priests replace their fathers, they shall be inducted into office by offering this same sacrifice on the day of their anointing. This is a perpetual law. These offerings shall be entirely burned up before the Lord. None of it shall be eaten. Then the Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron and his sons, that these are the instructions concerning the sin offering. 
this sacrifice is most holy and shall be killed before the Lord at the place where the bond offerings are killed. The priest who performs the ceremony shall eat it in the courtyard of the tabernacle. Only those who are sanctified, the priest, may touch this meat. If any blood sprinkles onto their clothing, they will be washed in a holy place. Then the clay pot in which the clothing is boiled shall be broken. Or if a bronze kettle is used, it must be scored and rinsed out thoroughly. Every male among the priests may eat this offering, but only they where it is most holy. No sin offering may be eaten by the priest. If any of his blood is taken into the tabernacle to make atonement in the holy place, that carcass must be entirely burned with fire before the Lord. Leviticus chapter 7. Here are the instructions concerning the most holy offering for gifts. The sacrificial animal shall be killed at the place where the burnt offering sacrifices are slain, and his blood shall be sprinkled back and forth upon the altar. The priest will offer upon the altar all his fat, including the tail, the fat that covers the insides, the two kidneys, and the loin fat, and the gallbladder. All shall be set aside for sacrifice. The priest will burn them upon the altar as a gift offering to the Lord. Only males among the priests may then eat the carcass, and it must be eaten in a holy place, for this is a most holy sacrifice. The same instructions apply to both the sin offering. And the guilt of the carcass shall be given to the priest who is in charge of the atonement, cer atonement ceremony for his food. When the offering is a bond sacrifice, the priest who is in charge shall also be given the animal's hide. The priest who presents the people's grain offerings to the Lord shall be given whatever remains of the sacrifice after the ceremony is completed. This rule applies whether the sacrifice is baked, fried, or grilled. All other grain offerings, whether mixed, with olive oil or dry and the common property of all sons of Aaron. Here are the instructions concerning the sacrifices given to the Lord, a special peace offering. If it is an offering of thanksgiving, unleavened short bread shall be included with the sacrifice, along with unleavened wafers spread with olive oil and loaves from a butter of flour mixed with olive oil. This thanksgiving Peace offering shall be accompanied with loaves of living bread. Part of this sacrifice shall be presented to the Lord by a gesture of waving it before the altar. Then it shall be given to the assistant priest, the one who sprinkles the blood of the animal presented for their sacrifice. After the animal has been sacrificed and presented to the Lord as a peace offering to show special appreciation and thanksgiving to him, its meat is to be eaten the starting day and none left to be eaten the next day. However, someone brings a sacrifice that is not for thanksgiving, but is because of a vow or is simply a voluntary offering to the Lord. Any portion of the sacrifice that is not eaten the day it is sacrificed may be eaten the next day, but anything left over until the third day shall be burned. For if any of it is eaten on the third day, the Lord will not accept it. It will have no value as a sacrifice. And there will be no credit to the one who brought it to be offered. And the priest who eats it shall be guilty, for it is detestable to the Lord. And the person who eats it must answer for his sin. Any meat that comes into contact with anything that is ceremonially unclean shall not be eaten or burned. And as for the meat that may be eaten, it may be eaten only by his person who is ceremonially clean. Any priest who is ceremonially unclean or eats the thanksgiving offering anyway shall be cut off from his people. 
for he has defied what is sacred. Anyone who touches anything that is ceremonially unclean, whether it is un uncleanness from man or beast, and then eats the peace offering, shall be cut off from his people, for he has defied what is holy. Then the Lord said to Moses, Tell the people of Israel never to eat fat, whether from oxen, sheep, or goods, the fat of an animal that dies or of disease or is attacked and killed by wild animals may be used for other purposes, but never eat. Anyone who eats fat from an offering sacrificed by fire to the Lord shall be outlawed from his people. Never eat blood, whether of birds or animals. Anyone who does shall be excommunicated from his people. And the Lord said to Moses, Tell the people of Israel, and anyone bringing a testimony offering to the Lord must bring it personally with his own hands. He shall bring the offering of the fat and breast, which is of which is to be presented to the Lord by waving it before the altar. Then the priest shall burn the fat upon the altar, but the breast shall belong to Aaron and his sons, but the right tie shall be given to the offering, officiating priest, who have designated the breast and tie as donations from the people of Israel to the sons of Aaron. Aaron and his sons must always be given this portion of the sacrifice. This is their pay. It is to be set apart from the burnt offerings and given to all who have been appointed to minister to the Lord as priests, to Aaron and his sons. For on the day the Lord anointed them, he commanded that the people of Israel give these portions to them. It is their right forever throughout all their generations. These were the instructions concerning the bond offering, grain offering, sin offering, and guilt offering, and concerning the consecration offering and the peace offering. These instructions were given to Moses by the Lord on Mount Sinai to be passed on to the people of Israel so that they would know how to offer their sacrifices to God in the Sinai desert. Praise God forevermore. Over to you, Estimber Martins. Thank you very much, everyone. Thank you so much, Estimber John. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Depending on what part of the world you're connected from at this time, I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Sister Maka for this wonderful and amazing platform and the privilege to take us through the affirmation segment of today's meeting. Praise God. We start our affirmation by taking our names. My name is, you say your name. I have the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of Christ. The next paragraph are your name. I'm granted according to the... Are your name, I'm granted according to the... One paragraph are your name, I'm at this point, I'll kindly ask you to my name is I'm <laughs> 
Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. At this point, we'll be going straight to the communion segment of today's meeting. And our key text is taken from chapter 11, verse 23. I deliver unto you that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, to bread. When he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take it. This is my body for you. Please do in remembrance of me. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you for the body of Christ. That body that was broken on the cross, it was pierced, bruised, beaten, battered. For the sanctification and salvation of the sons of God, for as many as believe in him, to them he gave power to become the sons of God. And Lord, we affirm this day that we are the sons of God. In you we live, in you we move, in you we have our being. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Father. So you be all the glory forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Go ahead and break the bread and eat it. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. After the same manner also, he took the cup when he has stopped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do you as oft as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he come. Radagos, Ali, Ashila, Ikebruglum, Vregadori, and TK, Taligros, Aonkras, Sobradila, Grabadori, and Dij. Elihastos, Calabrondos, Ali, and Dija, Mango, Moroglokiro, Kronzij, Vradaria. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you for the cup of the New Testament in the blood of Christ. We declare in the name of the Lord Jesus. As we take this cup, we affirm that we are blood washed, we are sanctified, and we are glorified. Thank you, Lord, for we are fit for your use, O oh God. And as we go forth this day, we go with the divine presence of God everywhere we go. We go by the power of the Holy Ghost. We win, we rule, we dominate, we conquer. Yes. Thank you, Lord God. For it is for us progress upon progress, success upon pro success, victory upon victory. None of our steps shall slide in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Go ahead and take the cup, even now. Oh, Shaga Baragore and Dija Le Bregadilla Cross Codra Dija Lamanda, Sally Host Telegrandis. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Once again, I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Stamaka for this wonderful privilege. And at this point, I'll kindly hand over to the esteemed pastor you need to take us through the remaining part of the meeting. Thank you, everyone, and ensure you have a beautiful day.
Tamaka, you have to make Pastor Inye a co-host, please. Okay, uh, well, thank you, Ma, for this opportunity. We are to, on to the celebration segments. Good morning again, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, everyone, depending on where you are connected from at this time. We want to share your birthdays with you, your wedding anniversary, you are celebrating somebody, your cell leader, your friends, your neighbors. Kindly um, let us know by posting it on the chat group. Let us celebrate with you. If today is your first time, please let us know who invited you, where you are and where you are connected from. Wow, Stachine says, today marks my 10 year anniversary as a lawyer. Glory to God. Congratulations, Sister Chine. God is indeed gracious and kind. We want to celebrate with you. If today is your first time, can you let us know where you are connected from? Who invited you? Ah, today is my mom's birthday. Miss Inabriai Nayo. Congratulations, Sister Lillian. Congratulations to your mom. God's blessings to her now and always if okay let the celebrations keep coming ah sister wealth and family says um today is my son's 13th birthday prosper Adjumobi. congratulations brother prosper happy birthday to you god's blessings now and always sister smile brother smile john says i want to celebrate my brother's birthday his name is Chooks Brooks. Congratulations, Brother Chooks. Happy birthday to you. Okay, um, we need to know your name, but Brother Apo King. Okay, you say you are connected for the first time. You are connecting from Lagos and you are, you are invited by Jadel. Welcome, Brother Apo King. You are indeed in the you are indeed welcome. Um I want to say that if you just keep, just be consistent and keep being with us, you will find out that your life has will change. I'm telling you that Sister Chinere Aim said yesterday was her sister's birthday. Her name is Chinasa Elijah. Happy birthday, Sister Chinasa. God's blessings now and always. Sister Queen says today is my aunt's birthday. Her name is Joyce Uchendu. Also, today is the birthday of my friend, Miss Rachel Anyalele. Happy birthday to Sister Joyce and happy birthday to Miss Rachel. Um, Sister Patience says, today is my niece's birthday, Becky. Happy birthday to you, Sister Becky. God's blessings now and always. Sister Happiness says, today is my first time here. I was invited by Sister Emmanuel. Please, where are you connected from, Sister Happiness? Welcome. We are excited to have you. You are in for a glorious time. Sister Daliso says, today is my first day on the platform. Wow. I'm connected from Zambia. I was invited by Sister Marcia from Zimbabwe. You are highly welcome. And I tell you, you are in for a great time. We are excited to have you on this group. Sister Leratus says she's celebrating her niece's fifth birthday. Pono. Happy birthday, Sister Pono. God's blessings now and always. Brother Martin said, today is my blood brother's birthday, Emmanuel Godwin. Happy birthday, brother Emmanuel. God's blessings now, always. Sister Simu Day says, today is one of my daughter in Christ's birthday. Her name is Randy. Happy birthday, sister Randy. God's blessings now and always. Brother Anthony says, today is my friend's birthday. 
His name is Femi. Oh, there are two, Femi and Valena. Happy birthday to you, Femi and Valena. God's blessings now and always. Today is, but Clement says, today is my first time. Wow. I'm connected from Abuja. I was invited by Sister Precious. We are excited to have you, Brother Clement, and you are in for a great time, I tell you. Since, um, Sister Well said, today is Prosper, Ajumobi's classmate birthday, Moses Oni. He's 13 years old as well. Wow. He and his, his friends, they have the same, they are the same birthday. Congratulations, Brother Prosper and Brother Moses. God's blessings now and always. Brother Musaka says, today is my friend's and roommate's birthday. Bang. Happy birthday to you. Sister Emra says, okay, happy birthday to everyone. Sister Happiness, okay, says she's connected from Kaduna. Happy and welcome, Sister Happiness. We are excited to have you. You are in for a great time. But Michael says, uh, happy birthday to all the celebrants. More grace to you. Welcome all our first timers. Happy birthday to all our celebrants. Today is the day the Lord has made and we are excited to have you here. Sister Jennifer Francis says, today is my friend's birthday. Her name is Beauty. Happy birthday, Sister Beauty. God's blessings now and always. I'm going to hand over to the esteemed Sister Amaka. Thank you so much, Ma, for the opportunity. Praise God. Hallelujah. We seem to have a lot of birthdays today. So many things to celebrate. Glory to God. I want to say congratulations to all our birthday celebrants, anniversary celebrants. And of course, to those who are joining us for the first time, we're glad to know that um, you've been blessed and inspired by today's um, um, devotion. This happens every day. You're welcome anytime, any day. And you can also invite your friends and loved ones to join us. Praise God. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, we thank you for all of our celebrants today. Your blessings abound unto them in abundant measure. The rain of blessing rains upon them today. That which you can do that no man can do will form their testimonies for today. Thank you for those joining us for the first time. They are kept in your word, sustained by your word, saved by your word, and helped by your word. Thank you, O oh God. You keep them in the way that they should go, and you keep them from falling. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I want to thank you all for joining us yet again today for today's devotion. We'll see you again tomorrow, 6 a.m. GMT plus one. At this moment, I'll call on everyone to join us as we share the benediction. And the grace of our Lord Jesus the Christ, the love of God, the chief fellowship of the Holy Spirit, as we know now, in Jesus' name, of God. and surely, Governor Muzinza, please reach out to me. Please buzz me. Thank you. All right. Enjoy your day, everyone. God bless you. Thank you, man. How will somebody reach you? Thank you so much, man. Love you.
Okay, 